Hello, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It is Bill from Top Fan Rivalry, and I got one of my favorite guys. Just straight out to start the year off, the first podcast of the year this year. We're bringing Mikey Bleeds Blue in. He's a huge Giants fan. I mean, Dodger fan. A huge Dodger fan. And he's been one of my favorites throughout the year. He's fantastic, dude. We do lives. I can brag about this guy all the time. But, Mikey, how are you doing? Doing great. Thanks. You um, like that Giants comment, didn't you? I'm a Dodgers fan, you guys. <laughs> All right. So tell me, what do you think the Dodgers so far? It's it's January 2nd when people are going to hear this. So tell me, how do you think the Dodgers have done in the offseason? If you were going to give them a grade A to F, what do you give them and why? Well, let me just say, so J.D. Martinez, Thor, hi, Kitty, um, Bradley Zimmer, Stephen Duggar, Yanni Hernandez, uh, Shelby Miller, all these guys uh, we've brought in. Um, we're expecting, you know, good things from J.D. Martinez and Thor. Um, but don't sleep on a Bradley Zimmer or a Stephen Duggar. Bradley Zimmer has been highly touted. It just hasn't come together. But you've seen what the Dodgers have done with guys. Um, Chris Taylor, uh, Max Muncy, Justin Turner, the likes of that. So Stephen Duggar as well. Um, as far as br the bringing in of stuff, I love it. I I, I give them, you know, a B plus. Mm -hmm. um, the guys going out, some of them were sad to see go, but I have no problems with letting Justin Turner leave because of his age and what he got paid by the Red Sox. Um, same with Cody Bellinger going to the Cubs. Um, you know, he was uh, – the Dodgers had to make a choice of paying him $18.1 million, I believe, um, to stay and play for the Dodgers or let him go, and they chose to let him go, which – over the last two years, two and a half years, we know he's not worth 18.1. And if you put J.D. Martinez's numbers up against Justin Turner or Cody Bellinger, I mean, he blew Cody Bellinger out of the water last year. Justin Turner, um, I, I think they were pretty – I think Martinez had a little more pop than him, but they were pretty comparable stats. So, yeah, I, I'm happy. You know, I'm not – I, you gave him a really good grade, and I understand why you could be happy. And let's not sleep on the fact that we have a minor league deal with Jason Hayward either. So, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't write him down. Yes. Yeah, and that, could, yeah. that could be huge. It could. And uh, I didn't honestly even look up his stats to see what he did last year. Did you? Have you? Did you notice what um, he did? I, I didn't look up his stats. I just know that he killed us uh, the year that he played for the Cubs. Um, and they won the World Series in 16. So um, yeah. I will forever remember him. And I'm glad that he's on our side of the fence now, not somebody else's. It's funny because I went on the 40-man roster. And I know he's on there because we signed him. But he wasn't on that list. That's how yeah. I just wrote all my stuff down. And I forgot. And I didn't even put him on my list because he wasn't even on there. It is, it's fine. It's fine. But, uh, yeah. So, so, yeah, and that, I mean, 
I'm giving it a B plus. Nice. So transitioning to the pitching staff, what do you think about the pitching rotation? What do you think it looks like? If you had a crystal ball or a magic eight ball and you were shaking it and you said, tell me the Dodgers opening day rotation, what does it look like? Do you want it one through five or just give me give you five? Just give me five, or you can do one through five, whatever you're comfortable with. Julio Arias. Mm-hmm. And this is all in a perfect world. You know, you're healthy, everybody's healthy. Uh, Urias, Kershaw, Gonsolin, May, and Thor. And then if you ask, they're like, ooh, but a lot of guys get hurt. And, you know, and that that happens to a lot of teams. Not every – you can go through any team, and I doubt every team had the same five starters all year long. You know, someone gets hurt, you got to fill some gaps. Um, our depth, I mean, we have incredible depth with Bobby Miller, Ryan Pepio. Michael Grove, Andre Jackson, Gavin Stone. I mean, so we have depth. We have depth there. So as long as those guys can stay healthy for as long as possible, uh, I think the Dodgers are in good shape pitching-wise. And our bullpens, I think, going to be really good again. Stellar. Yeah. Yeah. I I heard you predict on a live that the Dodgers are going to go 150 and, and 12 this season. Yeah. You still think that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> For those of you listening to this, and if you haven't listened to a live, you will know that Mikey hates predictions when it comes to over-predicting. He'll always under, under-predict so that he can over-deliver. It's awesome. I so said I 94. I said 94. Well, I'm looking at 94 this year. If you asked me last year, I said 94. So 94. There you go. There you go. Are there any holes that I will that... say this? I think you, when we did that show, said 106. Mm-hmm. So wow, you know, 111. Close. I mean, Close. Yeah. So, is there any holes that uh, you see in the Dodgers? Are you happy with the potential starting lineup as you see it? I mean, holes. It it depends. You know, Miguel Vargas can can play third. Can he hit? That's going to be, you know, um, the issue. Same with center field. It's You're probably going to have like a Trace Thompson, uh, James Outman type thing in center field. And a, a Vargas, Muncie sometimes, um, Vargas, Taylor sometimes. I mean, the, the, the thing with the Dodgers is they do have guys that can play multiple positions. So, but I think you're going to get get Vargas to play third and let him run with it for a little bit. And hopefully he, you know, hopefully he uh, performs and, and and takes it. And he's just the third baseman, you know, um, same with center field. Um, I love Trace Thompson, but I don't think he's a 150 game kind of starter. I mean, he's in his early thirties now he's bounced around. Um, so I do see maybe a, a good opportunity for like him and Altman to do some kind of lefty righty um, type stuff. And, and that takes center field. So, um, and then you have Taylor um, Betts and Hayward. So you have uh, Betts and right. Um, and then you're going to have Taylor probably in left 
and then Hayward has to fit in there somewhere too. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens with him. Maybe, uh, he'll designate hit a little bit too. Um, if Martinez needs a break or something, but, uh, that that's kind of what I see in the outfield. That's a good call. Actually, that's a very good call. I honestly, I, the two names that you mentioned, I think are, are very powerful for the Dodgers because they can move around is Trace Thompson. He can play any position in the outfield and CT three. He can play any position in the outfield, but he can also play third, short, second. So you have, right. you know, you have a and little bit of the wiggle. other thing though, with, uh, you know, Gavin Lux is going to get the shot at short yep. and like Vargas. I hope he, he grabs that position and takes it, you know, and we don't look back for, five years, you know, and for yeah. whatever, whenever he's due for free agency or whatever, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, our, our depth is – the Dodgers' depth is good. I mean, it and the it, it stinks that we, you know, we talked about Turner, Justin Turner and uh, Cody, um, you know, because you, you, you get attached to players, but uh, – it opens up a lot of stuff for some other, some other people to come in and uh, show what they can do. Yeah. I agree with you. And I, I didn't even mention like Michael Bush or Andy Page, um, you know, kids that can hit. It's just, those two really don't have positions, so to speak. So I know Michael Bush has been getting work in the outfield. He's a second baseman, but. Um, you know, he's been getting work in the outfield and, uh, Page is just, he looks like Albert Pujols kind of build. He's a brick of a man and he young dude, but he can hit. That was funny though, that we still have him. Cause he's like one of our, our top guys now. Remember that whole debacle with the angels a couple years ago when we traded jock and stripling mm-hmm. Andy Page was in that trade as well. Wow. And then Artie Moreno said, no, no, you know, you're taking too long. Forget it. We don't want to do it. So luckily we got him back. So and we will take you back, sir. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. So awesome. our, our depth, our depth is, our depth is good. The Dodgers are going to be fine this year. So, which leads me to my next question. Talk to me about the national league West. Cause there's, there's some teams that haven't done a lot. And there's some teams that, started to do some stuff and then didn't do anything. And then there's some teams that did a lot, or there's a team that did a lot. So talk to me about the National League West. Well, I think our, our main competition is going to be to the south of us. It's San Diego. Um, Don't sleep on the Diamondbacks. Um, it wouldn't even surprise me if they took third over the Giants. Um, You know, but the Giants, the Giants just always seem to hang around. So, but the Padres are are the main the main concern, I guess you'd say, in the National League West with the Dodgers. You know, the Diamondbacks have such a core group of younger players that they will be really good here shortly. Probably not this season, but. They're probably not going to make a playoff run. They they don't even know or care to – you know how 
like players in the old days, if if someone was coming up, they're like, oh, Steve Garvey, or they knew their history. It seems like kids these days coming up don't couldn't tell you yeah. who Sandy Koufax was. Yep. You yep. know, or and I, I, I just think I don't know. I think it, it's good in, in a certain way that they come up and you know, you don't want to look on the back. You see someone come up and you're just looking at the back of their baseball card and you're afraid to pitch to them. They just don't even know any better. So it wouldn't surprise me if the Diamondbacks just were pretty solid this year. Yeah, they, they I don't know that they're going to win the West. <laughs> no, I but, don't think so. But uh, they always play the Dodgers tough. And it it's always one of those things where you're looking and you're thinking, okay, the Giants are 10 games under, or I mean, the Diamondbacks are 10 games under 500. And then you have a you have a, a seven game series over over a week and a half with them, and you lose five out of the seven, and you're like, "What just happened?" <laughs> right. So you just can't sleep on them. You can't. Nope. Sleep. Um, Colorado, Colorado, I, I think, think is going to have a very long year. Yeah, I, do. I think so too. I think so too. That they blew their wad with Chris Bryant, and that hasn't played out the way that I think they thought it was going to play out. And the other the other factor is, uh, you know, we're not going to see these teams in the West as much as we used to either. I think it's right. thirteen games apiece now, right? Correct. Instead of 18, so, thank yes. gosh, we only have to go to like Colorado six six or seven times, that, you know, a year now. Yeah, because I I hate I hate baseball there. I don't even think baseball should be played in Colorado, unless you domed that place, which kind of defeats the purpose because it's beautiful out there, but it's not baseball. I just, just... Want to, I just want to see what happens, Mikey, if it's ever Colorado against Minnesota in the World Series, when they've pushed all these games back and the World Series is now in November. Yeah. Man, talk about a snowball for both teams. I'm telling you, you'd almost have to say, you know, because all TV rights and everything and then – other sport, you know, you're on. Yeah. You know, you might have to play it at an alternate site. I mean, and that would be crazy. Yeah. Everybody play at the Astrodome. We're going to, we're going to reevaluate the Astrodome and all the yeah. games will be at the Astrodome. <laughs> awesome. Juicy box right. or whatever would probably love that. So. Exactly. All right. So tell me what you're looking forward to most about the 2023 season. Um, You know, just like, I mean, Freddie Freeman, of course, Mookie Betts, Alt, Clayton, all, all those guys. But I I want to see the younger guys. I, I'm I'm excited to see some new blood come in. You know, we've had we've had a great run with with Bellinger and Turner and Seeger and, and all those guys. Um, but out of all those and all the times we've been in the playoffs, we got one World Series out of it. Um, we've had some disappointing bounces earlier in the playoffs and we've had some deeper runs and been in the the world series three times, but I think it was, you know, time to, uh, reevaluate, you know, what was going on here and, uh, give it a new look, never a rebuild with this team. If you got Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, Clayton, um, Julio, Taylor, Muncie, all, all of them. I mean, that you don't rebuild with that. You reload. Yeah, you reload, you rebrand. 
Right. You don't you don't rebuild. I mean, it's hard I mean, when you've got Smith behind the dish, Freddie Freeman in at first, Mookie and Wright, Max Muncie, all these guys. You still got Clayton Kershaw. You're not re re uh you know rebuilding. I mean, rebuilding yeah. is what the A's are doing right now. Rebuilding uh, I mean, is what Colorado people all have their own opinions, but when they say rebuilding, you're you're wrong. I mean, it's you're wrong. Preach, amen to that. Preach. And so we, we talk about that enough on our lives. So exactly. So, Mikey, we've talked about the offseason moves. We've talked about the pitching rotation. We've talked about filling holes. Talked about the National League West. We talked about what's coming up. Any additional thoughts that you have? Anything that you want to say as we wrap up the first podcast of the year? And I'm so excited to have you as the first guest for the year. It's a great honor for Top Fan to have Mikey. Is there anything, any thoughts that you have? Um, two. So first, let's talk our bullpen. Okay. Real quick. Talk bullpen. Um, you got Almonte. Ferguson, Gratterall, Hudson, Miller, Vesia. You got guys like Victor Martinez that are looking to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, some other arms down there. Um, and then, you know, Pepio and uh, whoever. Uh, Andre Jackson, um, Gavin Stone, whoever. You know, those guys that if they need to come up but don't need to be starting yet can fill in in the bullpen too. So, um, but just those six or seven that I rattled off right there, um, that's, you know, I like our bullpen a lot. Yeah, me too. I, I completely agree with you. And in a day and age where pitchers pitch five innings and we're thinking, yes, we got them to five innings. Yeah. You need a bullpen. Long gone are the days where pitchers are looking to to pitch an entire game, right? Yeah. Ideally, and, and I agree with that, but ideally, if if you six innings at five, I just think I you know I wish the Dodgers do seem to pull the trigger a little too soon, more than too late, which I guess that's a good thing. But I, six innings, I would really like to see our starters try and go six. Yeah. And then from there, piece it together with the bullpen. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, and then you, to your second point, yeah, I just, you know, I've been um, lucky enough to be on here, uh, gosh, I'd say about five times now. Um, and I just, I appreciate you. I appreciate everything you do as far as bringing baseball fans together not just dodger fans like me and you that's how we got to meet because you you know um we had the dodger thing in common um but like um jason from bourbon and baseball or joe um from wax pack wax pack and whiskey but yeah um and and just guys like that that i've gotten to know because of this um what daddy o sports sarah yeah sarah from daddy o sports yeah um game day nostalgia um i collect ed um I, i've just got to meet a lot of nice people through this um you know me and you have become fast friends uh and i just i appreciate you and i i appreciate what you do for the baseball community well, I, I appreciate that, Mikey. It's been one of my honors to get to know you this year and or this last year, I should say. And 
so I, I got to tell you, it's so much fun grabbing people like you mentioned, Sarah and Joe and and Ed and and Jason. And there's so many people that we can mention. Nick, um, who is a Padres fan. Right. Uh, the pandemic crew. There's so many people that have just been fantastic. Sam, I mean, everybody knows Sam on top fan. So, yeah, Sam, exactly. So but the uh, I just appreciate you being on. And I am so grateful uh, that you were willing to be our first podcast for the year. I I couldn't have thought of a better person to have lead us off this year than Mikey Bleeds Blue. And so I'm honored. Look, I'm honored. Looking forward to it, my friends. So top fan rivalry followers. Uh, when we post this, we'll make sure that you know how to get in contact with Mikey. He and I do lives uh, quite a bit. Uh, we also do a number of other things this year. What one of the goals that he and I are going to do is have a live with every team that the Dodgers play at the end of the the series. So if you're listening to this and you haven't been on a, a podcast or a live, feel free to I am either Mikey Bleeds Blue or Top Fan Rivalry. We'll be happy to put you in the schedule, the, the agenda. I don't care if you're a Royals fan, an Astros fan, a Cardinals fan, doesn't matter. If you are a baseball fan and you want to do a live with us after the Dodgers play your team, we'd be happy to have you. And um, regardless if Mikey carries around a bat during those lives, he's still a really good guy. <laughs> there you go. So, Mikey, thanks for your time tonight, and we'll look forward to having you on again soon. All right, Bill, I appreciate you. Thanks. You bet.